Hi everyone, this is Deborah Abbott-Samson with your weekly news podcast from Trinidad and Tobago. Bilateral meetings were held last week in Trinidad between delegates from Suriname and Trinidad and Tobago. Senator the Honorable Dr. Amory Brown, Minister of Foreign and CARICOM Affairs, met with His Excellency Albert Ramdin, Minister of Foreign Affairs, International Business and International Cooperation, and a business delegation from the Republic of Suriname. During the exchange, the ministers discussed matters of respective national significance, including post-COVID-19 rebuilding efforts, and explored avenues for further bilateral cooperation between both countries in a number of key sectors, including oil and gas, renewable energy, and trade and business. The two foreign ministers also discussed areas of potential synergy in expanding air services, tourism, creative industries, and partnerships and investments in agriculture, banking, and financial services. They later signed a Memorandum of Understanding on a political consultation mechanism between Trinidad and Tobago and Suriname. Senator the Honorable Paula Gopiskun, Minister of Trade and Industry, and the CEO of the Trinidad and Tobago Manufacturers Association, also met with the Suriname Business Delegation. Minister Gopiskun welcomed closer collaboration and highlighted Trinidad and Tobago as an ideal location for business and investment in the areas of manufacturing, agro-processing, distribution, transportation, and logistics. Dr. Ramdeen also gave the assurance to consider a Trinidad and Tobago business delegation to Suriname to explore trade opportunities. Since Suriname is at the beginning of their exploration into the energy industry and is seeking to collaborate and strengthen existing relationships, the team from the Suriname delegation then met with Minister Young, our Minister of Energy and Energy Industries and the Acting Permanent Secretary. They acknowledged opportunities to partner, invest, and learn from each other for the benefit of the citizens of both countries. Following a mission to Trinidad from the IMF staff, the concluding statement was released last Friday. They noted that due to the combined effects of COVID-19 and the outlays put in place to mitigate the pandemic, energy production cuts, and price shocks, the economy was pushed further into recession. But our government's decisive policy response helped contain COVID-19's spread, protect lives and livelihoods, and pave the way for a strong recovery. Real GDP growth in 2022 is expected at 5.7%. This is reinforced by continued policy support and anticipated recovery in oil and gas production. Defeating the pandemic and supporting the economy are listed as the immediate priorities. The envisaged government expenditure envelope in the 2022 budget is appropriate 
They welcomed the recent enactment of the gambling tax bill and encouraged speedy implementation of the property tax and the establishment of the revenue authority. They encouraged the authorities to remove all restrictions on current international transactions while providing sufficient foreign exchange to meet demand for all current international transactions. They also advised that given the economy's heavy dependence on energy, policies to develop the non-energy sector are critical to support medium-term inclusive growth and enhance resilience. They believe that we should improve education and vocational training to help address skills mismatches and boost productivity. And stimulating entrepreneurship will be important. The authorities' recent initiative to support SMEs and their efforts to enhance the transition of the digital economy were noted as steps in the right direction. Based on the preliminary findings of this mission, the IMF staff will usually prepare a report which, subject to management approval, will be presented to the IMF Executive Board for discussion and decision. The full report can be seen via the links provided below the podcast. I am Deborah Abbott-Samson and you are listening to Headlines from This Week in Trini. These are just some of the headlines seen in Trinidad and Tobago this week. You can check your daily newspapers online for details. It's now time for our COVID update. We started this week with 6,831 active positive cases and 1,858 deaths. As at Sunday, November 21st, we had 8,611 active positive cases and 1,967 deaths. Total persons fully vaccinated, 635,055. The 20th of November was noted as the deadliest COVID day in Trinidad. We had 28 deaths. Sad but true. Next week is our last edition of This Week in Trini for 2021. Christmas is coming and hopefully some kind of carnival activity. So I'm taking some downtime to relax and enjoy. We will definitely be together again after that. Of course, I am always available virtually via WhatsApp, Zoom, Teams, whatever to answer any questions and to help you develop your own podcast. So that's all for this week. And I thank you so much for listening to headlines from this week in Trini. Please leave us a review at www.thisweekintriniproduction.com or via your favorite listening platform. And please continue to share the podcast with family and friends worldwide. To all my listeners, please continue to be safe and of course, have a beautiful week.